What are you doing there, 3PO? Taking one last look, sir. At my friends. My, my, this here Anakin guy. Maybe Vader someday later. Now he's just a small fry. He left his home and kissed his mommy goodbye. Saying soon I'm gonna be a Jedi. Welcome back to Disney Marvels for a week of December 22nd, 2019. This is episode 68. Disney Marvels, the show about Disney, Marvel, Lucasfilms, Muppets, Pixar, Fox, the parks, and much, much more. If it has to do with Disney, it's fair game. I'm your host, Matthew Graken. Whether you're planning your next Disney park vacation, cruise vacation, or you just don't know where to start, do what I do and contact Destinations with Character Travel, the official travel partner of the Disney Marvels podcast. You can email them now at info at destinationswithcharacter.com. Okay, that's info at destinationswithcharacter.com. Or go to their website, destinationswithcharacter.com. The website again is destinations, destinationswithcharacter.com. And be sure to tell them the Disney Marvels podcast sent you to receive your free gift. That's right, your free gift. Stay tuned to after the show to find out how and what. And now, for the news. And not so surprising news, Star Wars Episode Nine: The Rise of Skywalker was the number one movie this weekend, raking in over $170 million, making it one of the actual lower of the newest episodes. And also, Walt Disney World has purchased 235 acres of land near in the Walt Disney World Studios vicinity for six million dollars. It's an additional two hundred thirty-five acres of land near the uh, Magnolia Golf Course area, across from Disney Palms Magnolia and Oak Trail Golf Courses. We'll be back after these messages. And now on with the show. Nineteen seventy-seven. Something happened. Something from another galaxy. George Lucas re- released the first Star Wars movie. Then it was just Star Wars. It wasn't Star Wars Episode Four. Star Wars: A New Hope. It was just Star Wars. It wasn't until later, whenever it got green up for the sequels, that you added in Star Wars Episode Four, A New Hope. All that came in and became this something more. Something more than just. A movie. It became a story. It became an epic tale. And then he created three movies, and it was the end there. And at that point, he promised, "I'm going to release a new movie every two years. You'll get a new new movie. We'll get, this saga will go on until it's a inevitable conclusion." Well, one reason or another, that didn't happen. And then eventually, we did get episodes one, two, and three. What he felt technology was at an appropriate part, despite what you may think of them or may not think of them. So we got the first three episodes, and then then this Lucasfilms got bought out. 
Um, he sold the company to Disney, the one company that he's always felt comfortable with. Um, Star Tours, and even when Star Tours came out, or the announcement of a Star Wars ride at a Disney theme park, Lucas himself said, if there was one company I was to do business with, it would be the Disney company. And Lucas himself, being a fairly large Disney fan, has always had that connection with the Walt Disney Company. So he sold his company to them. And they knew, knowing how popular Star Wars was, that there needed to be more movies. So they said that they would finish out the stories with episodes 7, 8, and 9. And again, despite what people think, oh, Disney's taking it over, Disney's taking advantage of it. It was something that was meant to be from the beginning, and George said this to begin with. And the characters have continued the they've continued the legacy in one way or another. Whether you like it or you're not. If you're a purist, you like the original three and think there should be no other, or you're a true fan or a fan that loves them all. It doesn't matter. This is the conclusion. It is done. The movie has been released. In Star Wars Episode Nine, Return of the Jedi. Or sorry, The Rise of Skywalker. Woo! Return of the Jedi. The Rise of Skywalker came out December twentieth, two thousand nineteen. Some several years after the the first movie was released. Some forty forty two years. Forty two years. Can you imagine that? A little over 42 years. So, what was my thoughts? I saw it. I saw it Thursday, actually, before it opened in previews. And needless to say, I'm gonna, I'm not going to beat around the bush. I'm just going to come out and say it as controversial as it is. And as much flack as I'm going to get, I really enjoyed this movie. I liked it. My whole family went to see it. We all enjoyed it. We laughed. Some people cried. Some people laughed some more. Some people got excited when they saw a bad guy. Some people got excited when they saw the good guys. In the end, we all walked away enjoying the movie. Now, I'm not going to say that this is the best Star Wars movie. I will definitely not say that. I will not say that this is the worst Star Wars movie. Because it's neither of those. Why well, I say this is a very good Star Wars movie and it is a nice way to wrap it up. Yes, it puts a nice head on the, this series. You get... A sense of you get a lot of answers. You get who Luke's not who Ray's parents are. You get the answer to that. Who is Ray? That's been kind of the question going on. And we finally get an answer. People were not happy we didn't get an answer before. We do get that answer. Who Snook was, what his relationship to the whole thing was, how he was involved. We get the answer to that. Um we get some closure for Ben. We get um for my goodness, maybe I gave something away there. For Kylo Ren, um, a lot of characters make a comeback. I think one of the things that did s maybe cause a problem for this movie, something that maybe made the movie not suffer, but we did not get the movie that w everyone intended it to be, was the pa unfortunate passing, untimely passing of Carrie Fisher. Um, when she passed away, they already had an idea of how this movie was going. They they said, okay, this character, she's key to 
the last movie and she's going to run, you know, she will be the lone survivor, one of the main surviving characters from the originals. Well, fate had a different story. And I think you can kind of get a sense of when they had to do some rewrites and work some things around. Obviously, you could not have Carrie doing, you know, original stuff. They had to use old footage. Um, and to be honest, is seamless. You would never guess that she was not standing right there. Even when the part, whenever her daughter comes on screen, you, you just, you could tell how much her daughter was so proud to be part of that moment with her mom, even though her mom was no longer with us. Um, and Lords came out. It, it, it was, it was, it was really nicely done. How they did Carrie Fisher's part. You just love every moment of having her on that screen that since she has passed that we do get this final film of hers to finish out the Star Wars saga, the Skywalker saga, and that there is that that connection that that just again, they did a beautiful job on that and rightfully so. You could tell that they they made sure to get those parts right and they did and it's a shame that she could not have been there to make the movie that they had planned. But they had they made the movie that they had to make. They they need that they they were able to make. How this story goes, I, I'm gonna avoid as many spoilers as possible. So this will be a spoiler free review. Visually, the the movie is stunning. It is beautiful. I think it's visually probably one of the best Star Wars movies that we have we have experienced. Um, the original three, dealing with the technology of the days, everything, were spectacular then. And but how do people look at them now? The prequels were on the cutting edge of a lot of digital technology, so we got something spectacular better than what we had in the past, but nowadays it looks a little maybe on the rougher side. These movies were just are um, of these three. I'm going to really compare to just the three uh, most recent movies, seven, eight, and nine. It is, I will say, probably in the middle for me. For me, altogether, probably in the middle between. I, I, I like Force Awakens. That's going to be my top one. This one's right under, closely behind it, and then further, much further down is the Last Jedi. Visually, again, um, The Force Awakens, I thought, was nicely done. It had a lot of nice visuals to it. This one just blows out of the water. Um, just with a lot of the complex special effects scenes that they, they use in it. Um, between the nature and just they take you to so many different places. And it just looks fantastic it just really draws you in story-wise again i put that in the middle of the three and the stronger than the last jedi not quite as strong as the force awakens character development again you're just you move you are moving the characters along so what would i give this and I, i've discussed this with my my family and my wife and stuff and i've heard other people's reviews and you know i'm going with this out of a scale of one through ten, ten being the best, I'm going to give this a seven. And my wife, who does not feel as strongly with this movie, actually agrees. She she wasn't as crazy about it, 
but that feels seven is a good, honest score for it. A seven out of 10. People are saying, oh, it's apologizing for The Last Jedi. It's just covering up from there. People are going to say a lot of different things, particularly people who claim they've seen the movie. I question if they have. I question a lot of if all these people that out there before, before the 20th, before this movie actually came out into theaters, actually did see the movie. Because if you saw the movie and you went in going to enjoy a good Star Wars movie, you will get that. You will get an enjoyable Star Wars movie. You will get a movie that takes you on an epic journey, completes the hero's journey, and will just kind of wow you. You get, you know who the villain is. Um, that's not a surprise. That was put out there to begin with. So ha knowing that... Uh, you know, it's not a spoiler. The Emperor is the main bad guy. We all knew he was behind it from the beginning. And I really like how they brought the, the character back. And how he's involved in it. And, and obviously, it, it, the character of the Emperor has not changed. He's manipulating the story from the get-go. He is in control. And sometimes that's his downfall. And this works out well. The final battle is epic. As much as people say that the battle at the end of the rise, um, Return of the Sith uh, is, you know, the episode three was the oh, it was a great battle between Obi Wan and and Anakin. I I personally disagree on that. I think this is probably one of the most epic battles in a Star Wars movie that you had. Um, it is it is intense it is quite intense it is done well and it, it's quite comp I, I loved how it came out I think the end my the end and after that the final resolve scenes that they did maybe they went a little far with it it doesn't explain everything some things seem like they need a little more answers a little more explanations or a little more logic behind it but Otherwise, no, that, that all worked. Um, yeah, I, I can look past that. I'll look past that. It, the, the rest of the two and a half hours of the movie were nicely done. You got a lot of answers. You got a lot of things going on with it and a lot of really, really cool moments, nice moments. Um, some things, maybe some people lose in the edits and, and don't understand what's happening. Um, one thing what, that... Um, that Finn says at a moment of peril people are questioning what it was but you know what the JJ's come out and explain what that that moment is and what that is and it it's it works it works for me actually explain some stuff um I will not mention it I will let you watch the movie first and if you need an explanation let you look it up um it is out there you can find it all over the place but the uh, they really worked this better than before. A lot of the times I felt before, okay, the First Order, it is the Empire, but everything's bigger. And they kind of scaled back on that part. The First Order barely is even in this movie. They're in it, but it's... I felt like okay, the first order is done. We're we're going, as they call it, the final order. 
um, which is is what the emperor uh, dubs his new um, new militia, his new fleet, and that that's what you see during the previews. All the the star destroyers is the final order ships. Uh, so those worked out well. You you get some a, a really cool battle between that. Um, there's a lot of hidden gems in there that. If you're a Star Wars fan, there's a lot of nods, a lot of things. They bring a lot of characters back. And uh, not all the characters. You don't get all the characters back. Certain characters that I think they know you don't want, you don't see. Other characters that they know you want, you do see. Uh, Wedge is in it. The Ewoks are in it. Uh, Lando is in it. Um, you get some other characters, which I won't mention because it becomes spoilerish. They all they, they make comebacks either in physical form, some other form, or even just vocally. You you hear a lot of characters, and um, it it plays out. I think it plays out nicely. Is this the epic ending that everyone wanted? No. Is this the epic ending ending for the Skywalker Skywalker saga that I wanted? Maybe not. But I'll take it. I, I am fine with it. I will sleep fine tonight knowing that this was the end of the Skywalker saga and this is how they decided to play it out. And what you know, some people may say, either way, this is it. They're not they can't go back and well, they can go back and change it. As obviously has been proven many times with the uh with the Star Wars movies tweaking this here and tweaking that there and putting in deleted scenes and re-upping this do we uh can we get that with this yeah maybe we'll throw in some additional deleted scenes and flesh out some scenes and whatnot we we could do that but in the end we'll change the ending no we'll change what is said the last lines of the movie no and i you know what i like the last lines of the movie I liked how it, it played out. I I liked how the ending, again, was done. What the cause and effect of everything. Uh, you, the, one character's sacrifice to, for another character's sacrifice. It, it, is, it is strong. It is somewhat emotional. But there is redemption, and there's reasons why some of these things had to happen. There, there was a reason for this stuff, and those reasons, if you understand Star Wars, you should be able to understand why those re those things had to happen, or why those things played out that way. You get things that, if you know the books, you will see it happen you understand why this is happening and what what's the implication of some of these things that can happen now or you know some of Ray's abilities that I'll, I'll say that some of Ray's abilities if you understand if you've read some of the books particularly on the, with regarding Darth Vader you will understand uh, some of Ray's special powers that we've not seen with some with the force before maybe uh, we, we've heard mentioned, but 
it is something that makes her character more special. And again, there, there's a reason behind it. And uh, again, it, it does take a little bit of Star Wars knowledge to understand these things. Um, and I think the people that maybe lack full certain knowledge maybe will not recognize that and downplay it some more. Uh, some people say, oh, it's just Disney working at things again. Just remember, Lucasfilms is run by Lucasfilms. Just like Pixar is run by Pixar. Marvel is run by Marvel. Does Disney have some say in it? I'm sure they do. Because in the end, it is their company. But for the most part, and you can, you can ask around the different companies, especially at the heads of the companies, Disney themselves let their companies run their companies. As long as they're running themselves well, they're doing, doing a good job, they let them run their companies. And it's a sign of the, some of the stuff in this movie that are a sign of the time. Someone actually complained about the diversity of the staff. Now, if you, this cast, if you're complaining nowadays about the diversity of a staff of a uh, cast of a movie, if you're complaining about how the ethnicity of different actors and actresses that are in the movie that you're watching, then you're, you have, why are you going to a movie nowadays? The fact that this movie has a diverse cast as far as ethnic backgrounds and, and whatnots, um, I, I, is fantastic. It just goes to show you how much further we have come in the movie world. And I, I, I welcome it. I think it's great. I am, you know, I, I, it, it's the way it should be. And I, I will I'll go, I'm not touting everything, anything here. I'm not advertising here. But if you read my books, my books, I try to do that with it. It's cast with the characters that I have in my books. I break up. I try and put as much diversity as possible because that is what the world is nowadays, especially in the United States. You walk around and there's people of all different ethnicities, all different backgrounds, colors, creeds, shapes, whatever, are all around this country, all around this world. Why shouldn't that be reflected in our movies? And that's this movie does that. It is something that, you know, Anyone you could find, you could find a character that you can connect with. Um, JJ does bring back a lot of his friends. Obviously, Carrie Russell's in it. Uh, Greg Gumber, Greg is in it. Um, even Dominic uh, Monaghan's in it. Um, small part, but I always enjoy seeing him. Uh, ever since I saw him in the Lord of the Rings movies, then on Lost and stuff, I, I enjoy watching him. He's a, a fun actor. So. Go out, see the movie for yourself. Don't worry what other people have told you. Don't what other people are, are, you know, trying to tout and say. Go out, see the movie for yourself. Make your own decision. Because I'm sure if you do that, you'll actually wind up enjoying this movie. So let me know. So that will do it for this week. Let me know what you think of uh, Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker. Put on the Facebook. Shout on the Twitter. Facebook. Facebook group is facebook.com slash Disney Marvel's podcast. It's facebook.com slash Disney Marvel's podcast. Or on the Twitter, at Disney Marvel's. Again, the Twitter's at Disney Marvel's. 
You can also email the show with any of your answers or suggestions for shows or improvements to DisneyMarvels at gmail.com. Again, the email address for the show is DisneyMarvels at gmail.com. All this information can be found in the show notes. You can also leave a voice message through Anchor, the website, or the app. I want to thank you for your time. I know how little time we all have these days, how precious your time is. The fact that you've taken some time out, a few moments to listen to the show, I really appreciate it. If I can just ask of you to take a couple more moments and rate rate this show. Go to uh, iTunes, um, Apple Podcast, and rate this show. It really helps. Helps people find out about the show, get the word out there. If you can't do that, also, just tell people. Tell people about the Disney Marvel podcast. It's this great little show. It's fun. You know, they different movie reviews, talk about all different things about Disney. I really, you know, that for me, either one of those work because it just, it helps my show out. And it helps bring in more people to the family. The more people in this Disney family, the better. That's what we'll always believe, and I believe it too. Don't forget to subscribe to the show. This way you always know when a new episode is posted or when it comes out. Why out at it though, consider becoming a premium subscriber to help really help the show out so we can get you these movie reviews. Because yeah, as we all know, movies aren't free. Um, you can do that over at anchor.fm slash Disney Marvel slash support. Again, that's anchor.fm slash Disney Marvel slash support, or even at our Patreon page. Remember this show is brought to you by listeners like you. And if you're planning your next Disney vacation, destinations with character travel. It is the Disney earmarked agency specializing in Disney cruises and resort vacations and in the business of making your dreams come true. They're made up of past cast members, annual pass holders, lifelong Disney fans, and world travel enthusiasts. They are in the know regarding all aspects of your travel. Whether your travels take you to Disney parks, on ocean cruises, or a sunny resort stay, they have the destinations and the service level to make your vacations truly magical. Find out how they make, take the stress and hassle out of your vacation so you can enjoy yourself. Book a Disney five-night package with a four-day hopper pass. And this here it is. I told you at the beginning of the show. They will get You will get a free $25 gift card just by mentioning this podcast. By mentioning Disney Marvel's podcast, you get $25 free Disney money. What's better than that? Just book your five-night package with four-day hopper and it's all yours. Contact them now, www.destinationswithcharacter.com or email them, info at destinationswithcharacter.com. Information, again, is in the show notes. Again, I know, especially this time of year, it's winter, the nights are getting longer, the days are getting shorter, it's colder in most areas, and it's, it's easy to feel down to just feel a weight on your shoulders and just things may not be where you want it to be in life but don't give up on it don't 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 think any less of yourself just because maybe either you made a mistake something's not going right someone might be mad at you or just something else don't ever give up on yourself just realize that there is a light inside that light is special because it is yours is only a light that you have. It's only a gift that it can be found inside of you in your heart. Embrace that and hold on to it because it's something that no one else has. It's something that you can offer the world. And if no one else is willing to accept that, 
realize that this light is there for you and you alone. Whether someone else was willing to accept it or not, it is the light that is shining for you to carry you forward. Embrace that light, be your own hero, and stand up to whatever is facing you and whatever is bothering you because you are special, you are worth it, and people will like you for that. I'd like to end today's show with a quote from Walt Disney. I am interested in entertaining people, in bringing pleasure, particularly laughter, to others, rather than being concerned with expressing myself with obscure creative impressions. As Walt Disney, truly an individual. Thank you again, everyone. I wish you happy holidays and a happy new year, depending on wherever you're listening, when you're listening to this podcast. And I'll see you next time.